listeners. Hey, warriors. Welcome to another episode of Happy Hamstrings. I am your host, Julie Brown, and I'm podcasting from Alabama in USA. So I just wanted to come on because it's been a few days and say that today is September the 27th, marking exactly two years since the start date of not only my training, but when I started feeling motivated to podcast because I really wanted to capture the moments that I was studying and right after the weekends, I would try to make time, even as exhausting as it was, I would try to make time to come on here and share a little bit about what I learned and what happened during that weekend with all of you. Now, before I did my Yoga Alliance certification, yes, I was teaching yoga. I would just like to note that I did take an AFA training, and if you didn't know, AFA is Aerobics and Fitness Association of America. I took a practical yoga instructor training workshop. Now, this wasn't a Yoga Alliance certification. It was September 21st, 2014, that I took this AFA. It was basically a safety training workshop so that you know how to teach a multi-level class and adjust your class from if you have beginners and advanced and intermediate all in one class. And I went to Atlanta for that, or just, I think it was just outside of Atlanta. And actually, Yogi Becky, who's been on here several times, she went with me and attended this training too. So we went together. We had a great time. It was a fun eight-hour training. And you did yoga right there in the workshop too, of course. So what a journey it's been, learning so much. And I'm just realizing, I'm realizing, of course, I've got a lot more to learn. I'm never I'm never wanting people to call me an expert or anything or whenever the class starts to clap when I said I got my 500 hours the class started to clap this morning and I was like oh no you don't have to do that it was like I don't know I felt embarrassed for some reason like what I'm like every time they applaud I'm like clap for yourselves applaud yourselves or give yourselves a hand because we should all applaud ourselves um I'm not really like hey applaud me I studied should something I just should be doing. Um, if you teach any type of class, you should be researching it and studying and learning more. So it was September 27th, 2019. <clears throat> it's hard to believe it's been two years. It was the day that my 200 hour group, we all introduced ourselves to each other and she had us go around and write, write down things and share things with each other. Pretty much every time that we were in our trainings together, There was a lot of this journal and share, get off in pairs or groups of three, and then she would rotate us around so we all had a chance to talk to one another and get to really know one another. And, you know, it's it's interesting how you find that so many things that you think are just you are really relatable because even if somebody next to you isn't going through the exact same thing, everybody's got something that they're dealing with, and it was great perspective. It was a great safe place to open up about the uh, pros and cons of life, like the ups and downs. I mean, just talk it out. Talk about the positive ways to look at whatever has happened in your life and maybe offer up ways that you see that someone in a situation can make the most of whatever they're in and offer, they, you know, they will give you offerings for how you could deal with your situation when you share it with them. There was a lot of heavy topics. There was a lot of deep meditations during my training. It was just altogether good. We had several teachers. I was very lucky to find the training I found, even though it was unfortunately 
uh, paused. The in-person part was paused, and then it was put online because who would have seen that coming? There's no way I would have known that was coming. And I originally wanted to do my training in India, which means who knows when I would have gotten to come back home. Uh, because if pandemic hit when I'm overseas, um, who knows when I would have been allowed to come back into the U.S. of A. I don't know. Like, that's very interesting to think. Like, it was one of those situations where I'd wish that I had the money to travel and do more. And then it was just a blessing in disguise to not have had that money to be able to do it. So this morning I had a great class with the Jacksonville Community Center. I've just started teaching senior yoga there. It is, however, temporary. So I decided to go ahead and add some days because as soon as the other teacher comes off maternity leave, basically I won't have a class if I don't pick up extra days. So instead of canceling certain times, I'm adding. So I've agreed already to teach Mondays and Wednesdays, and so I'm adding in starting next week, Tuesdays and Thursdays, and I want to make it really consistent for them, just in case, you know, I don't want to change the time, because they've already been established, everybody who's been coming there, they're kind of used to it, they're used to doing their thing at their time, and they really don't want Fridays. (laughs) See, this is the thing about what I do, I have to find out when, um, how, how many people can be there at a certain time, like, this is really hard to establish a class, And I was very lucky to find a place where the class was already established. So moving forward, when the other teacher comes back from maternity leave, they can, um, they could always opt to take two classes a week from her and two classes a week from me. Or if something comes up for them and they miss one of the either Monday or Tuesday classes, I mean, Monday and Wednesday classes with her, they could always just pick up an extra class with me on either Tuesday or Thursday and vice versa. So I'm really looking forward to that. I'm excited about it. Um, The ones who've been coming, they seem to be enjoying my classes. And I do wish I had been going because I did get the chance to ask Robin. Robin's been on this podcast too. I was like, "Um, were y'all doing sun salutations already? Like I got to ask some questions about what they were, what they weren't doing. Of course, every teacher is going to be a little bit different. And they're, they're used to one teacher, but they've already had like, two different teachers over the years. And I had reached out. I feel like I'm talking a little bit fast because I'm starting to get ahead of myself when I'm thinking ideas. I had reached out right when I heard they wanted to have yoga. Um, But I didn't do it the right way. I tried to use social media. And I don't think that question was even seen because I should have just went in person. I called the place that interviewed me back in July that gave me this really promising, like, you're just what we're looking for at the end of the interview. And apparently they don't really need a trainer. They said they have one. And unless he quits, they made sure to say unless he quits um, or unless he decides to stop working here. (laughs) See, that's funny because the reason I'm not getting rotated in at where I work for personal training is apparently a lot of people would just prefer to have a man train them because you get that option where you check the box. Do you prefer a man, a woman, or I don't care. And I guess a lot of people really care. So I'm not really being rotated in the way I should. So instead of trying to figure out what to do with that, I'm just going to stick to where yoga has become a really like, I guess a comfort niche. 
because I've always done personal training and I'm really good at that. It's just that yoga is more, I don't want to say it's just diverse. It's more deep, like it's more spiritual. It's more of a mind-body spirituality connection. I do try to integrate a little bit of that with personal training. Personal training is, however, mostly a custom-made program and plan for each client. For me, I give them something different. I want to make sure that that's something interesting I don't want them to get bored with their workouts. I want to keep it diverse and purposeful based on whatever their goal is. And everybody's got a different schedule, so whatever the time set should be. Last week, I was lucky enough to have picked up 17 fitness classes. However, there was only 12 of those with attendance. Um, It's just that lunchtime is not a good time, I don't think. Like, I don't really choose the times of my scheduling, so... Wow, there's just so much for me to think about right now with all the things I've got to do. Um, I've got a meeting to go to pretty soon at my rec center job. And then I've got spinning class tonight at 5. I came home really quick after coaching the trampoline class at noon. And that went great. And I I just finished saying they're, they're hard to get going. It's just that word spread around slowly. And I actually did have a trampoline class today around noon. So... I came home really quick to make a smoothie, got my protein smoothie in, and got to get my playlist ready, and I've already got, I've already got such a great um, amount of experience with spinning that it's just like, it's gravy with that too. With some people, it's very stressful, but after doing it for over four years, it's just like, I don't know. It's like the the hardest thing is fitting people to their bike when they arrive right on time. And then I have to yell at everybody else like, get moving, you know. If you're fit to your bike, just start moving. Because if I'm not on their bike, they will just sit there sometimes. (laughs) I'm like, no, don't wait for me. (laughs) Get your bike pedaling. So if you ever uh, decide to go to a spin class... I will note that you should get there early if you've never been on a bike because you don't just adjust it yourself. That's the first thing that we do as your instructor is we fit you to your bike and make sure that your seat, like your saddle, has to be just the right height for your hip. That's actually about one hour of our eight-hour training for teaching that class. So after that, tonight I have, let's see, we've got the meeting. I've got my spinning right after that. And... 7 p.m. I'm coaching gentle yoga, which is going to be fun. So needless to say, I've already put my dinner into the crock pot. So I won't have to worry about that later. Just taking care of things ahead of time because I may only have one class tomorrow. It's just having like four classes and a meeting today, keeping me just a little bit on my toes as far as the back and forth, back and forth, (laughs) getting up early, getting home late just making the most of my time in between. And you would think that that would make my voice like hoarse to to have like 12 classes out of 17 where I'm coaching through the whole time. But that didn't really hurt my voice as much as they set up a meet the trainer, they call it ask the trainer event at my work. They decided to have us go live on Instagram. And my boss was like, oh, and you can just go off of there if no one asks questions within 10 minutes. And I'm thinking like, well, no, 
the last few times we've done this, no one's really been very interactive. The only people asking questions were the people who work with me, like my boss and like the marketing manager. I think they just wanted to have something for a replay. And I did all this yelling over. There was like two basketball games and a volleyball game. And the other two trainers, <laughs> I love them both dearly. They were very much being quiet. So I felt like I felt, had to fill the air on the broadcast. So we had this like really long thing where I'm yelling for 43 minutes over the basketball, over the volleyball. I tried to make people around us aware that we were live. It only made them like louder. It didn't help. So after <laughs> after we did that last week, my voice was way worse than if I had taught 25 classes. It was just ridiculous that we were in the loudest part of the facility. And they're like, okay, go live. If no one asks questions, you can go off in 10 minutes. And then the the boss comes on from home to just, I mean, I love her and she had good intentions, but 43 minutes of me screaming over the crowd. <laughs> it really did hurt my voice. Um, and I never use a mic. And it's really that I feel like I don't need it. It probably wouldn't have frustrated and aggravated me so much if I could have actually saved it. Because I felt like I gave a lot. Like I gave a great broadcast and a lot of great answers. A lot of great content. I put a lot of... I put a lot of energy into that broadcast and then my phone kept saying there was an error. <laughs> there was an error. I tried to save it. I tried to share it. I tried to do everything I could do, but Instagram would not allow me to keep that video. So I was a little bit ticked off. <laughs> I was like, all that meditation out the window. Um, like I said, they had the best of intentions and it's just that I've got more experience with broadcasting and I know not to like have a lot of dead air unless you're just doing a painting or something. Nobody wants just a bunch of dead air. I don't know. It just seems like it was a lot of stress when the, fr the other frustrating thing being that when people would come up to the table, well, now the people who are in front of me that could be potential clients, now I'm trying to talk to them and answer questions from my boss just trying to fill the air, um, basically a broadcast that should have technically ended like 20 minutes ago. So now I'm not able to talk to people because they've got us live. I don't know. It just seems like as far as the noise level and everything, it seems like this could have been planned in a different place, different time or a different event. And it's also very frustrating that they have something happening on Wednesday that I can't be a part of because no one invited me to be a part of this. Um, I'll just say it's a health thing, like a they're having booths and tables, and it's, it would have been the perfect place for me to set up a booth and hand out cards and get involved, tell people about my fitness, but no one included me on this, so I guess that whatever, I won't be there because it's too late when I saw the flyer. It's just very much like, Running a business versus being under an umbrella, I'm on the outside looking in either way. Because when I'm running my business for myself, I really don't know when people can or will show up, especially now. And then when I'm under the umbrella, I get left out of things like this, like these things where I could set up a booth. They didn't even ask me about it. They didn't even include me on it. Um, I ended up having to shoot a commercial, which I should say get... I had a lot of fun shooting a commercial that apparently somebody... 
who makes my scheduling and things, like, totally forgot that they were supposed to lead the commercial, or maybe they just forgot to tell them they couldn't do it for whatever reason, or they had a muscle injury. I don't know. Like, I literally don't know what's going on. I just know that I'm out there, and the next thing I know, I'm doing a promo. <laughs> so, technically, 17 classes, plus a trainer, meet, meet and ask the trainer event, plus, like, a commercial I didn't know I was going to shoot. I'll just say another thing is, doing all this cardio, I am hungry all the time. I helped my sister paint her shed and stuff for like four hours on Saturday. And when I don't do anything on Sundays, like I'm barely even hungry. <laughs> like I barely have any appetite on Sunday. But when I'm doing all these like cardio days where I'm doing two, three, four hundred minutes of cardio a day, I feel like I could eat so much food. <laughs> That's why that I had the protein shake today because I don't want to eat a lot of heavy food and then try to get on the bike. It's just not going to work out for me. I've got to drink a lot of water. I've got to eat like fresh foods like the fresh pineapple and get the protein. And I had some yogurt too. I've just got to really be careful what I eat. I've got to really be careful and make sure I sleep because it's all of my job. It's really performance based. I mean, everyone has to perform at their job. It's just that when your job performance is literally cardio, you have to be so careful about what you do, what you eat, like how much I scream on broadcast. <laughs> my, vo- my voice is important. My energy level is important. My attitude is important. I can't let people be bringing me down. Um, it's just that there's so many, like it's multifaceted. You think that the teacher goes in there and they just take the take the class takes to teach the class while they're doing it. They're just that's what they're doing while they're there. But it's like we are like coaches all the time if we're any kind of a coach. But it's not just this type of a job. Most people, like if you're any kind of a teacher, you're having to learn all the time. But otherwise, like what are you doing there? So to wrap this up, I would like to say even though it's been two years since I've started the podcast. And if you're starting at this end, you're at, if you this is your first time hearing this, you're at the wrong end. You should start at the very beginning if you can stand it. Like I try to listen to my own episodes. I don't I don't know how y'all how do y'all listen to my voice? Like right, I heard it's like that for everybody. I hear my voice and I'm like, is that really what I sound like? <laughs> I know that Siri doesn't understand anything I say. <laughs> no matter what I try to talk to text, I guess my southern accent needs some kind of an. Um, my Siri needs a Southern upgrade. Thank you so much. If you've been listening this whole time for these past two years, thank you so much for following along with me on this journey. It's still been like a lot of trial and error, dealing with the pandemic, crushing my numbers, pretty much dwindling me down to just this one part-time job instead of having, like I had three jobs and now I'm working two part-time jobs, one place four hours a week and the other place 15 hours a week. It's just that I have to have a game plan by December because I've had all these interviews which fizzled into rejection letters apparently. Um, I've just got to have a plan for December because I don't know, maybe I should just try to sell a bunch of art and then just not work during December. I have signed up for a craft fair that's free. If you ever listen to these, you know I set up my little craft booth. I sell my little leather works, my spiders. 
and there's actually a free vendor event coming up. So I've signed up for that. It's quite a drive. It's a bit of a drive away. However, it's on Halloween. And since it's on Halloween weekend, I sell a lot of Halloween-y types things. <laughs> Halloween-y. Like, you know, my spiders, my leather pouches are good for costumes, things like that. Since I sell, like, creepy spiders and things of that nature and leather earrings, it seems like that that is the perfect place for me to put up my booth for Halloween, especially since it's a two-day event. Well, it's actually four four days because it's two different weekends. Um, but it's two different weekends, and it's the perfect way to try to market my stuff. So as long as I can make enough to cover the gas at least, so then I'll be evened out and get my business cards out there. So I'm thinking about offering some more Zoom classes. If you want to follow any of my social media, just check out my website. It's Yogi Jules, Y-O-G-I-J-U-L-Z. Again, that's Y-O-G-I-J-U-L-Z dot com. And I'm all pretty much on all platforms as Yogi Jules. And I just put the Z because there's probably a billion people who do yoga named Julie. It just makes it easier to find me. I hope whatever you're doing and wherever you're at, I hope that you're feeling peaceful, inspired, happy, and free. And once again, thanks so much for following along this journey of me teaching and realizing that I'm not really a yoga teacher. I'm not really doing poses because I'm navigating people with their practice. And instead of doing poses, we are just always trying to get into the pose um, to enjoy it, not to get in it but to enjoy the pose. Does that make sense? Like it's not running a race to get to the finish line when you get into a pose. You don't do the pose. You get yourself into the pose. So there's a little bit of a philosophy to every aspect. Like every part of yoga has its own like way of helping you understand things and seeing things in a different way. Like... I'm not a teacher. I'm just helping you navigate. I'm not going to do yoga. I'm just practicing yoga. All these fun things. Helping me to understand myself. Thanks again. I really appreciate you um, for listening, sharing, and being a part of the journey. If you have any questions about maybe a weightlifting practice or your yoga practice, let me know and I will help you out if I can. Have a wonderful day. Be inspired, be happy, be free, and also welcome in that peacefulness is your true nature. Namaste.